Hey everyone out there in the podcasting world, this is Wide Screen Podcasting. This is Sam Wiles, you are listening to another episode of Trimming the Fat, where we are talking about Oh Woman, Oh Why, and my podcast, Paul or Nothing, but mostly about my podcast. I love gold! The look of it, the taste of it, the smell of it, the texture... I love gold so much that I even lost my genitalia in an unfortunate smelting accident. Hence the name, Gold Member. So welcome to Trimming the Musical Fact. I'm Paul Nicholson. And I'm Stephen Nicholson. Thanks for joining us for the latest episode in our Hidden Prime Cuts series, where we highlight a song by a band or singer which we feel deserve more attention, i.e. it was a B-side, an unreleased track, or a single that wasn't a big hit, etc. Today we're going to be talking about an early 1970s track from Liverpudlian legend Paul McCartney. The song is Oh Woman Oh Why, which was the B-side to McCartney's 1971 debut solo single, Another Day. Before we discuss it, let's hear that very song in question.
That was All Women, All Why by Paul McCartney. To discuss it, we're delighted to be joined initially by Marv from Pods Like Us and latterly by Sam Wiles from the Paul McCartney podcast, Paul or Nothing. So Marv, thanks for joining us. That's fine. Marv, you're obviously a big Paul McCartney fan, so let's, no pun intended, get back to the song. Uh, when did you first hear Old Women, or Why? And what do you think of it? I first heard Old Women, or Why in the 90s, I think, when Paul initially released uh, a date to his series where he, he put... <laughs> As an extra track on, mm. I think it was on Ram, on that CD set. Yeah, it was really right. during those sessions. Yeah. Uh, uh, I heard it and I just, it's, it's one of those songs where you listen to it and you think, God, what on the album? Mm-hmm. Because it just, it's it's possibly one of my favorite the sessions, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Although, if you listen to it, in con- if you listen to it in conjunction with the rest of the songs on the album, you can sort of see why. Because Yep. It's got a more bluesy feel than any other song that's on the album, where the rest of the album is... Uh, I wouldn't say pastoral, but it's got a homely feel about it, whereas mm-hmm. that certainly hasn't. But yes, I've, I've loved the song from the very first moment I, I heard it, as soon as I was lost for words. Yeah, great tune. And uh, Paul, what about you? When did you first hear it and what did you like about it? I think it's one of his best songs... The first time we heard it, well, our, our dad had the Another Day 7-inch. So it's probably in the that in the backseat of my car, my dad had the 7-inches. So just through uh, listening to Another Day, and then we, we heard it on the B-side. And it's just, it's a song that, yeah, it doesn't get, it is a real hidden gem and possibly his best vocals. Uh, a bit like maybe why don't we do it on the road or that sort of bluesy feel and really good heavy guitars as well and and that yeah. side of him that doesn't really get in the mainstream. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a a great a great hidden gem, really. Yeah. What about you, Stephen? What do you think? Yeah, and he's ri- yeah. Sorry, on you go, on you go, Marv. I, I was going to say he's ricking back a bass as well. That that just absolutely yeah. kicks. Um, mm. but as well, that's you know, got a really nice growl growl to it in the back song as well. And, and Danny's Danny's drums are brilliant. Yeah, Danny's yeah. Well, it's, it's quite funny you, uh, you're sitting Denny's cell, um, playing the drums because until last week, I always thought it was Paul McCartney playing the drums on the track, and I never knew it was a uh, Denny until yeah. last week when I was researching. Yeah, I always thought it was McCartney, but hey ho. Um, and Wings came, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's, the song itself, it, it always stood out for me. Uh, I, I remember making a, a Paul McCartney compilation cassette, <laughs> compilation cassette back in the mid-90s and just going through the, the CDs, the re-release CDs with the bonus tracks and listening to this and thinking, what a song. So yeah, strong bluesy rocker, feels very organic and raw. As you guys have said, the drums on it, the way it kicks off is superb. Um, you've got those great interweaving guitars on it, which are really high in the mix, which really drive 
the song along. I think the lyrics on it seem almost secondary, um, but yeah, McCartney's vocal delivery is sensational. It's raw, it's passionate. Uh, his range and vocal pitch in it is just something else. And I agree with you, Marv. It's, it's one of those songs that is definitely worthy of being on Ram. But as you said, it probably didn't fit in with the sound of the other songs um, on it. So it's certainly good enough to warrant a place on the album. Uh, but yeah, probably just didn't fit in with it. And here's an interesting fact for you. I, I looked into, obviously, who was playing on the track. And I discovered that the, the gunshot sounds are played by Paul McCartney. I wonder... <laughs> did he use a gunshot or something else? Uh, like an actual gun or something else? I don't yeah. know. There's a picture of him with a gun in his studio, I think. He did. did. Yeah, he's got the beard. Yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does actually do yeah, gunshots. Yeah. Oh, that's superb. Uh, I know, I know I'm just looking at him with a picture of the gun, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bizarre. He's got those big boots on, has he? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. just bizarre. How, how many musicians can say, yeah, I played guns? You know, it's just the weirdest, yes. weirdest thing. Yeah. And I think, yeah, Marv, you were saying that the recently released... An, an album yeah. before that, he played Bow and Arrow. Did he really? I was going to call that McCartney, he played Bow and Arrow. Well, mm. on, on what song? So he, he had a microphone, he had a microphone on um, Karina Craw on the uh, on oh, the last first song. McCartney yeah. album. Really? There's, a, there's yeah, a Bow and Arrow on there. <laughs> so he's got a microphone there and he's got a Bow and Arrow and he shoots it. So you can actually hear it going past the microphone. So you get a stereo field of a of an arrow going past. Wow! Did not know that. Um, what 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 what, 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 yeah. what did he what did he play in Wings Wildlife? Uh, a cannon or you know <laughs> dropping bombs or something? Because <laughs> this is this is like escalation, isn't it? He's got to step up. By the time we get to press to play, where we're on nuclear weapons or something. <laughs> Yeah, a few people would argue that you should have uh, hit that hit the album with a nuclear weapon, pissed to play, but that's a bit unfair. Yeah. Delighted to be to be joined by Sam Wells from the Amazing Podcast, Paul or Nothing. Thanks for joining us, Sam. Pleasure is all mine, gents. Uh, I've been digging deep into your pod over the past couple of days. Um, really excited to be here. Delighted you're here. I don't so, know why. <laughs> no, no. no, no. You, you, uh, you said off air that I, that I got you into podcasting, and I always feel like it's like, you know, there's people that end up getting their friends into heroin. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> you don't want to do that. We're, the, we're, the first podcast's always free, you know. Oh, I know. We're oh. addicted now. But, but, but I know you're, you're self-depreciating. So. <laughs> but uh, when did you first hear Old Women or Why, and what were your thoughts on it when you heard it, Sam? Um, I guess the first time I would have heard the song was back when I was first exploring Ram back at university, which is close to a mm -hmm. decade ago now, which is quite terrifying. Yeah. Um, like I remember getting it on vinyl just before the vinyl boom of the mm -hmm. like late 2010s happened, where you could still pick up a copy of Magical Mystery Tour for <laughs> under a fiver. Mm -hmm. uh, really, really good times. And Ram blew me away back then. And then things like Spotify happened and YouTube wasn't as closely guarded as it is now. And, you know, it's very easy to discover that Ram is one of those albums that just keeps giving and giving. And, you know, even the way up to things like Red Rose Speedway, 
Um, and, you know, not only does it reinforce the notion that McCartney's recording sessions always offer more than what's on the final vinyl, but yeah. I think Ram might be second only to Rishi Kesh in terms of the most fertile songwriting periods in McCartney's mm. life, like ever. Um, everyone always points to Off the Ground as being the best, you know, lot of unreleased tracks and B sides. But yeah. let's be frank, it's Ram, right? And, yeah. uh, you know, no, oh, woman, no, why? I wouldn't say it's the cream of the crop of the bonus material from this album, but it's mm-hmm. certainly one of the best. It's got an incredible McCartney vocal. It's the obvious standout here, and it's and it's got that kind of Lennon doing twist and shout at the end of the day, yeah. kind of mm-hmm. abandon. Um, again, not as stark as like Road or Night, but very few McCartney vocals are, but. It's it's another one of those songs where McCartney's voice, as as trite and as overplayed as this kind of phrase is, it's just like another instrument in the mix, and he's playing yeah. it like an instrument, not like a vocal performance. And yeah. you know those stories where you hear like Lennon going, "Why does everyone cover McCartney's songs and not my monotone <laughs> dross?" You know, it's like it, it's songs like this are proof <laughs> that you know any other vocalist certainly not me i'm atonal and tone deaf but any other vocalist could come to this song and just be like oh okay i've got fun uh, room to have fun here and kind of play about a bit like mccartney has fun when he sings and this is another example of that. yeah um, yeah the, the vocals are you're right the vocals are absolutely amazing and i actually said you know we were speaking the other day i actually said that it's possibly for me his best vocals ever Mm. Yeah. My hands are tied. Yeah, like it's got a wonderful <laughs> range to it. You know, he's kind of letting loose and letting yeah. rip on one end, but then you've got these very silly falsetto moments. And it, yeah. it, McCartney always has fun with a bit, of, a bit of falsetto because he knows it's not his perfect range, so he, mm-hmm. he always kind of hands it up in that best possible way. But only really today, whilst writing my notes for this episode, did I really think about the lyrics because. On side A of the disc, you've got Another Day, which is this very sympathetic and introspective look yeah. at womanhood. And then on That's the other right. side, you've got what is essentially McCartney's version of Hey Joe, where, 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 where are you going with that gun in your hand? Like, this is a song where McCartney mm-hmm. is pleading for a woman who he may or may not have wronged not to shoot him. And she does several times in the track, which is uh, mm-hmm. obviously linked to that brilliant photo of him with the beard in the... Um, Oh, book, oh yeah. yeah, which studios is it? It's at the Phil Ramone studio in London, isn't it, isn't it I think? No, in, in, oh, New, York, in New York. Yeah, I think it's I think New York, so. yeah. And uh, yeah. Let's, be, let's be honest, it'll be easier to get a gun to shoot in New York. <laughs> yeah, but he fired yeah. a bow and arrow on, 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 on McCartney 1. There's a lot of weaponry on, on these early tracks yeah. for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. And yeah. uh, would, you, would you have put Oh Women Away on Ram? Sam. Now, I I knew you'd probably ask me something like that, and <laughs> Ram's, Ram's one of the harder ones, because even the worst tracks, whether it's on the album or off the album, are still better than most of his output ever, and that's not to be like one of those people that say, oh, he got rubbish after the early 1970s. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there's an obvious area of you know post-Lennon angst quality mm. in, in all of this. He's really trying to prove himself and it shows and uh you know 
as as much as I'd like to include the Rupert the Bear 1980s remix of Sunshine sometime in this mix, which I know <laughs> it isn't. It was just the instrumental at the time. But you've got ridiculous tracks like Road All Night, Another Day, That's obviously. Um, a Love For You. Yeah, yeah A Love For You. Um, the Great Cock and Seagull Race is not going to be replacing sorry, anything yeah. anytime soon. But, um, you know, what, hmm. what, do you, what do you take off? You know, do you take off Smile Away and Eat at Home? And just mm-hmm. replace them with something else. I mean, I, I kind of get why Oh Woman Oh Why was left off the album because it, it is a song that doesn't really offer anything new in terms of the Ram sound. It kind of just uh, reaffirms established sounds and themes and motifs that we've already heard across the album already. Um, yeah. Obviously, the, the real reason it wouldn't have been included because obviously Another Day was released well before Ram. But... Um, you know, it does kind of scream B side, but mm-hmm. in the in the best possible way. Um, it, it, you know, I use the term throwaway quite loosely, but like it is one of those tracks where it's like, oh, okay, this is just him in one of those rare instances doing stuff he's kind of already doing elsewhere on the album. Like it does have a lot of smile away and eat at home. Yeah. And three legs in this track already. I, I don't think the album would benefit from having this on it. Mm. Um, but yeah, oh it's my gosh. too similar. Yeah, if, if I could get the Rupert the Bear version of Sunshine sometime onto Ram, though, I'd be very happy <laughs> indeed. Because especially Sam... with that bit of a narration at, 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 at the end where he talks about Sailor Sam, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, came that's from me. Birmingham. That's me. That's, you, yeah. that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, what, there's loads to talk about. You've got you've got the guitar work from the superior Ram guitarist Hugh McCracken, mm-hmm. aka the guy I wished had gone to be in Wings, but he oh he was too busy and had a wife and kids. Where where where? It's Wings, man. Grow a pair. Oh my god! <laughs> like the amount of people that can't be bothered to be in a band with Paul McCartney is ridiculous it's like Ooh. yes he's probably a pain to work with and you can't do the solo stuff you want and you won't get a song on the album but come on you're going to be spoken about on my podcast in 40 years it's worth it come on guys yeah. <laughs> um i love the riff as well it's like a, a really fun combination of slow drawn out notes alongside little staccato flurries which are, is, is like a really fun little part part of it. it's like <laughs> That's that's so mm-hmm. playful. Again, very reminiscent of the entire Ram sessions. We've got Denny Sywell's drums as well, which are peak Ram era. Very good. Mm. And like people always say, you know, well, Ringo was good because he knew when to be simple and knew when to be complicated. That applies exactly the same for Denny Sywell mm-hmm. as well. Like it's a really simple beat, but you know that he's doing other complicated stuff elsewhere on the album. But it's just. Yeah. Boom, it's almost like Meg White's playing it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. He really smacks the kit. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, Denny Sowell did that re-recording of Ram earlier this yeah. year. Did either of you listen to that? I haven't heard it. I've not, I know. no. Yeah, yeah it came out yeah, for the 50th anniversary. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> Okay. It is, it is what it is, you know. It's... Don't don't touch the, the the real classics. Like if you're gonna like remake something, re- like if you're gonna remake a movie, don't remake Jaws. Remake the the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or mm-hmm. something like that. That that was kind of good, but could have been better. You know, mm-hmm. a, a modern redo of Re- of Red Rose Speedway with maybe changing the <laughs> changing the tracks around uh, or doing the double album could be really interesting. But 
taking on Ram is like doing, you know, Jurassic Park in space. It's like it's, it's yes. just not going to work, is it? Oh. <laughs> um, one last thing um, I found mm-hmm. about Oh Woman, Oh Why. So obviously America is is festooned with more charts than music. Like there's, 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 <laughs> there's a different chart for everything. Yeah. Like you've got the Billboard Adult Contemporary, and you've also got something called the Cashbox Top Cash One Box. or yeah. Two Hundred. I can't remember if it's One Hundred or Two Hundred. Yeah. And that chart lists A sides and B sides separately. I don't know how the fuck they do that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. How, like, is it the amount of time it's played on radio, perhaps mixed in with uh, the single sales? It's, yeah. It's, it's probably some algorithm that would make you know Zuckerberg blush. But <laughs> apparently, Oh Woman, Oh Why made it to number 55 on the Cashbox Top 1 or 200, which is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, coming coming back to all those different charts, um, you remember when the Beatles released number ones, okay? And you had, was it 26 or 20, 27. 27 songs on it, number ones? <laughs> And then yeah. you had all these other artists releasing their compilations, calling it number ones. And with yeah, a lot of them, it, it was like Trades Description Act. It's like, yeah, number one on what charts? In <laughs> <laughs> oh. Outer Mongolia or something. I know. It's pretty good, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think, I'll, yeah. I, I think that'll be my closing statement. It's pretty good. Thanks to Marv for joining us today. And to Sam. Thank you to you at home for listening. If you want to share what you think about the song or provide suggestions for future episodes, please get in touch. You can do so via voicemail. Our email address, trimthemusicalfat at gmail.com or by joining our Facebook group. There you can get exclusive access to exclusive podcast episodes and videos you can also check us out on our website at www.trimmingthemusicalfat.com there you'll find all our podcast episodes and music playlists linked to each album we cover and be sure to come back again for more hidden prime cuts until then keep trimming <laughs>